0: Hello there, Uh, this is Talking Dogs with me, Graham Hall. Uh, Now if you're wondering where you recognise that voice from, well it might be from that there, dogs behaving very badly on the telly. Uh, Imagine this voice coupled with a tweed jacket and a cravat. That's me. Now listen, I'm known as the dog father and I help dog owners on TV, one-to-one, but also on this podcast. Now every week I use many years of experience training dogs to give you a few new ideas to try. If a dog's acting up, there's always something you can do to help. In a bit, I'll let you know how I'll deal with a dog who has a thing for jumping up at surfaces, you know, like your dining table or where you're preparing food, that sort of thing. But first, I want to look at how to discourage dogs from jumping up at people, whether that be you or your family or strangers wearing white jeans when you're out and about. Now, Charlotte has recently got a puppy and it sounds like she's quite an exuberant little thing. The puppy, that is.
1: Hi Graham, it's Charlotte here we have a lovely five-month-old cockapoo puppy called Honey. Our one issue um, is around jumping up. So she really loves other people and she naturally just wants to go, hello, 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 and gets all really excited um, when she sees people. So it's not aggressive, but it's a bit annoying because let's be honest, nobody wants muddy paws on them when they're just going for a a walk and to be honest my 5 year old daughters really don't like it because obviously she's quite you know she's she's not that much shorter than them when she's um on two paws so we need to stop this behaviour my husband and i uh, trying to ignore but it just doesn't seem so practical with strangers you know asking them just ignore her um, or with my daughters whose natural reaction is to go ah no so we've tried kind of a firm no but I just I, it just doesn't seem to be having much of an effect if you've got any other tips we'd really really appreciate it thanks very much
0: very good well you, you've got a cockapoo puppy and you've only got one problem Charlotte you're doing really well (laughs) let's talk about jumping up right back to basics why does a dog jump up well it's kind of obvious when you think about it most puppies love attention and love and fuss and that comes from humans and where are human faces well they're up there aren't they how do you get nearer to up there where you jump right and usually what happened when they were super cute and really little they jumped a bit and we went oh hello hello Hello, And they went, Oh, you like this. Like, Humans are weird, but if you jump, right, you get love. I'll do more of that. And then before you know it, they're a few months old and you know, you're wearing your aforementioned white jeans and she's wearing mud and it's not good. So you're trying to discourage it. So as a general rule, should it be discouraged? Yes, I would have said it it probably should, right from the off, really. Cause it is cute. I get that. But yes, further down the line, it's not gonna be so good. It depends on the dog. I suppose you might say to some extent. I mean, a Pomeranian jumping up at somebody and looking cute is one thing. One of my old Rottweilers jumping at somebody while I'm shouting, it's okay, just ignore him, he's lovely. Um, Won't really cut it, will it? I think, you know, we're at fault really as people more than anyone else. Because we get excited as well. And it's a thing in Britain as well that we, we praise dogs excitedly and we rev them It was like, yes, ooh, ee doo and all that. And, you know, off to go. I think that's the background to it. That's why they jump. So you've tried to ignore it and you've tried saying no. So this is interesting. So generally speaking, in, in psychology, there's a couple of ways of getting less of a behaviour. So one is to make a behaviour feel uncomfortable. You've said no. And another way is to ignore the behaviour if it's attention-seeking right now this sort of is attention seeking so ignoring it in theory would work so this is really interesting you've tried broadly speaking the two things that ought to work and they're not why is that let's take them into turn so you have tried to ignore it the problem with ignoring it is it has to be absolute. So if you could guarantee that everybody you were going to meet, uh, and yourselves of course, would completely ignore your dog when she's jumping up. So Honey's giving it loudy, jumping up and down like crazy, and we're just like, yeah, whatever, do your worst. Then it would work. Eventually the behaviour would fade away. Sometimes it comes back temporarily, like they're giving it one last shot kind of feeling, and then it goes away again. There's a long story behind that. That's all you need to know for now. But essentially ignoring it is fine. If you do it, absolutely now you can see where i'm going with that it will not be absolute will it even though you think you're ignoring her all the time even within the family you may not be completely yeah because there are those moments where you go yeah i know honey yeah okay darling i'll be with you in a minute i'm just doing this right which is enough for her to go haha so you're back to square one sometimes it works and for sure with a cute little cockapoo puppy called honey out and about when she jumps at most people they're probably going to go hello yes i know even if they are just humoring her right and and that's enough for her to go right it works I'm doing it more so ignoring it sounds great in theory but in practice it's really hard to pull off the other thing we're jumping up is that often people will have received some advice that they should fold their arms and turn around right you heard that one so the dog jumps up at you and you ignore the dog and that's what you're going to do you're going to fold your arms and turn around i got news for you that's not ignoring a dog that's doing a funny dance all right and if there's one thing that puppies love uh, and big dogs it's people doing a funny dance because they try and join in which involves you guessed it jumping so i'm not a great fan of ignoring it for jumping up it really works on to the second thing you've tried saying no great so you're using your voice to say no so i'd be interested in the tone of voice because if it's kind of oh no ah, no 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 it's a bit like exciting and quite. come on jump up yeah yeah but you might as well be shouting jump 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 right now I don't know if that's how you're saying it, but if you are, if the cat fits, wear it, right? So the tone would need to be a bit more... Uh, no, not nasty, not shouty, but definitely not pleasant, you know? No, I mean it, you know? Uh, and then repeat. But you're probably missing out on a whole load of tricks. We're communicating with dogs, using the sound we make, the look on our face, the body language, and also touch. So let's talk about those things. So if she's jumping up towards me, let's say she's in front of me. If I push her straight back down in the way that most people normally would, her back end sort of concertina's us down a bit. The muscle's tight, and all, she, all we've done is created a spring. She's going to jump back up again. So we're now playing the greatest game known to dog, right? Which is I will push you down, you jump up. I push you down, you jump up. Push you down, you jump up. <laughs> Which is probably what you got into. And if you're throwing in with that, no, 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 he's like, yeah. We'll Ooh, you know great but if you move it off to the side now there's something i need to say here about how to do it but if you move it off to the side it creates a different thing you haven't created the spring that makes a jump back and you've made a feel a little bit off balance now four-legged animals are designed to jump up in the air and pounce back down with both paws hitting the ground at the same time they're not designed to land on one paw or be kind of in that off balance feeling now The thing i need to say is this we don't want you to knock the dog over i don't want you to get her to create any impact there on those growing joints very important what i do want is that feeling of just being i'm a bit oh i'm a bit off balance i hate this and you do that from a sideways movement and if the look on your face in that moment is that uh, i don't think so young lady sort of look yeah the body language will follow your face so here's what you do the moment the dog jumps up You've got to get the sound right the look right and the feeling right as she jumps up you've gone at no and you've swept her off to the side a bit Yeah, she's like whoa that didn't sound nice it didn't look nice it didn't feel nice either Mm. usually you do that once or twice often if you're sweeping off to your left try the right next time around keep it random right and at some point she's going to sit back now at this stage she won't be sitting back looking at you as if to say would you prefer this madam right she really is going what the heck you know it's a pause for thought but she's actually giving you what you prefer instead so with a lot of my techniques yeah it's okay telling a dog what you don't want but you've got to give them the alternative as well now often they just offer it by accident so she sits back she's offering you an alternative behavior by accident isn't She. so you go oh good girl oh listen to the sound we went from no to good girl she's like oh I like the sound of that, right? With that, the face has changed. I've gone from don't you dare to village idiot smile, right? And often if you watch me on a telly, I'm hamming it up a bit on purpose for the dogs because the, the puppy's going, yeah, he's definitely smiling. And if I do any element of touch, it's that slow stroke, that, oh, good girl, that's nice. Although to be honest, probably wouldn't in most cases because often that's when you rev them up again by accident. So the key here is that the sound... And the look on your face conveys, oh, yes, I like that instead, but without revving her up. The way to royally mess this up is to praise her in an excited way. So if you went, ah, no, 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 and then she sat back and you went, oh, clever girl. What's she going to do, you know? She's away again, isn't she? Jumping. So there you go. That's the plan. Charlotte, you've tried ignoring it. I wouldn't bother. You've tried saying no, which was kind of good. But it depends how you were doing it, and I think you were missing a couple of tricks as well. That's how I do it. Now, what happens though when you've got a dog that's jumping at other people and they're on the lead? Here's a problem that Jesse's got.
1: So we have a question about our spaniel, and he doesn't do it all the time. It can go he can go two months without doing it. And then randomly you'll be walking him on the lead and i always keep him on the side away from people walking towards us anyway but he'll sometimes just randomly be trotting along and then he lunges across me with the lead on and he jumps up at the person and he's grabbing onto them whether it's their jeans or their coat normally men he does it too but it has been women as well um usually someone who's wearing a big coat or they're wearing a cap or they're carrying bags and obviously if he's off the lead. I'm aware of people who are wearing things like that and I pull them into me. But yeah, if you could help us with this problem,
0: that would be great. Thank you. Rightio, Jesse. Let's have a think about this. This is interesting to me because it, it, it's, it, I'm like, hmm, is this a sort of jumping up for fun thing or not? I'm not sure um, without seeing it. But um, I, I mean, I, if I came to see it, I would be interested in the root cause of this. So like, like, okay, so why is he jumping? Is he? Is he trying to ward off this person? Or is it fun? Or, you know, why is it when they're wearing a coat? Does he think there's a treat in the pocket, maybe? Or, you know, I, I try and understand what's going on. That having been said, it's not a allowed is it right so sometimes what you have to do is you go I you know I'm not exactly sure why he's doing it but one thing I do know for sure is that's not allowed so it's like don't do that you keep saying it's random right so he does it randomly and I get that does your head in because you just never know when it's coming but actually I'm like right so if you can go for as long as two months and he doesn't do it that's pretty good really if you take the emotion out of it you you've got you know I've said this in a previous episode about aggression there are two ways of looking at this um A random thing or an intermittent thing either means that you go this is terrible because I don't know when it's gonna be bad and you focus on that and then you become all anxious on your walk and the dog picks up on it and it gets worse and worse or you say to yourself okay when it's bad it's bad Mm, for sure we're not taking that away but most of the time it's good and most of the time when we walk past people he's fine so first question obvious question palm you know, it was one of those palm hits forehead moments really. Are you saying to him quietly when you walk past with no incident, Ah, uh, good lad, that's fine. That's all you need, as subtle as that, right? Particularly with a spaniel, because they're, you know, <laughs> quite excitable out there at the best of times. I have a jokey thing I sometimes say to people with spaniels. They'll explain what their problem is and I'll say, I know exactly what's wrong with your spaniel. And they go, Oh, what's that? It's not a Labrador. <laughs> nice and calm with the praise, right? So the next thing, okay, let's tackle the moment when he he lunges around the front of you and jumps up at them. How's he getting around the front of you? How long that lead? My bet would be your lead's a bit too long, right? If the dog's walking alongside you, with his shoulders alongside your legs and I'm not bothered whether it's on the left or the right frankly um as long as you're consistent and he knows where he is then you can have the lead such that there's a bit of a j-shape to the bottom of it but no more than that so I don't want it to be a tight straight line if that makes sense but we don't need two three four feet's worth of slack basically so if you're walking along there's a bit of a j-shape he's barely going to get past your first knee if he does try and get across there then what I want you to do as best you can walk through him now I don't mean knee him in the head obviously but try and carry on what often happens is a dog lunges to one side and we sort of go with it you know we we kind of give way in effect instead of saying no one of us is going to give way mate and it ain't me I'm following this path in that way. You want to get through me. Get back to your own side sort of attitude, yeah? We, we tend to go with it, by which time you're sort of off balance and he's managed to catch the person, you know? So as he lunges, that's when you you would catch him with the lead, you know, say no, act uh, no. The body language isn't as important because he won't be looking at your face, you know, but he, he'll have felt the lead stop him and he'll have heard the no. And if you're consistent about how you do it and you reward the good bits... That sounds like a system, doesn't it? So there we go. Um, there's a note here from from my producer, who I always refer to as Annie, although that's not a real name. Um, now, Annie, I should explain, um, she got a puppy in the lockdown and, and therefore she's now a behaviour expert. And so there's a question here. Does knowing the potential triggers make finding training opportunities easier? Actually, although I am taking a mickey a bit, she's right. That is a great question to ask. If you know what the triggers are, and actually Jesse you do so big coats hats that kind of thing yeah then you instead of running away from that kind of thing you could go and search out suitable victims <laughs> without letting them get bitten keep your dog on the lead um because yeah if- they're off lead and they're over the other side of the park really that wasn't very responsible so on lead or even a long line if you're giving them a bit of freedom but if you see somebody and you think ah that's just the sort of person that might trigger him then you could get a bit nearer don't make a beeline for them that would be responsible but get a bit nearer to them you know walk up alongside you know walk past them you know stage manage it as best you can so you're giving him an opportunity to either make a mistake and learn from it or get it right and be praised. So, yes, producer Annie, knowing the potential triggers will make finding training opportunities much easier. You won't need me to do this podcast soon. You'll be hearing the voice of Annie the producer. Now... Charlotte's and Jessie's dogs can't wait to get up to a human level maybe for some love and a nice fuss or maybe it's something else but Claire's dog ah well this is a bit different now Claire says how do I stop my German shepherd puppy from jumping up at the sides of the kitchen and pulling things off it's usually when left alone for a small amount of time so we don't see her do it we usually come back to the room and there's items all over the floor Right. How do we deal with that? Well, it's different, isn't it? It's different motivations. So jumping up for different reasons. So up there there's something to eat and I'm a puppy and I'm pre-programmed to build a body I have to eat right so perfectly understandable so the first thing I would say is don't leave the food on the surface I mean come on prevention's better than cure right do your best not to leave things lying around it stands to reason however occasionally yes you're going to turn your back for a minute you're going to pop into the living room with one plate and come back again or something like that so you could train it for that do you know what I would do I'd leave something on there on purpose when I can be watching you know that moment when you thought your mum had eyes in the back of her head you'd done something a bit naughty and it's like how did she know how did she find that out and that made you a bit unsure of yourself a bit you know know, I better be a good boy because you never know right you want that so we've left something it's a setup let's be honest and you you walk out and you're maybe looking through the crack of the door or something like that as soon as the dog goes I think I'll just you go "Ah, no you know (laughs) It's that tone of voice. It's quite funny. The dog will look round with that, oh, oh. <laughs> and your face needs to be that face of thunder. right? Do not crack. right? All you'll want to do is giggle because it is quite funny. If you do that a couple of times before you know it, they're backing away. And then you could do the opposite and appear or even just your voice appears uh, and goes, ah, good. That's nice. Well done i think there's there's a, a sort of tailor of two hours here right the prevention is better than cure so don't shoot yourself in the foot all the time um if you're new to having a dog by the way you soon get in the habit of closing doors not leaving things around and all that kind of thing but yes i think there is a place for actually training it so using that as a as a bit of an opportunity so there we go loads of different dogs jumping up for sort of different reasons and i think you can probably tell i'm kind of smiling as i'm thinking about it because it, it is funny and i get it well it's mainly funny sometimes it's not but most reasons dogs are jumping up is because you know they want love or they want food and it's like oh well, dogs will be dogs but The general rule though here is that four paws on the floor well that makes them a good boy or a good girl. So I'm assuming that we're not training a police dog to go you know jump through uh, hoops and fire and all that sort of thing. For most pet dogs if your paws are on the floor around people and you're nice and calm that's good. Here's a little tip uh, final thought any behavior that you make feel good i.e praise right you will get more of you don't have to have created it you don't have to tell the dog to sit if they've got the paws on the floor when otherwise they might be jumping no problem with you saying oh good boy good girl yeah their brain goes oh you like this i could do more of that Thank you so very much for being here for another training session. I wonder if you know a dog who always jumps up at you when, uh, when you go to greet them. There's no reason why you, you might not just sort of gently nudge their owner uh, in the direction of this episode. Perhaps you've got a different behavioural issue that you'd want me to have a think about for you. So send me an email, or better yet, uh, a voice note to talkingdogs at avalonuk.com and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and then you won't miss the episode when I'm featuring your bit and helping you out i'll be here same time same place next week you might not of course because it's a podcast you can listen whenever you want and uh we'll have more dog tales next time until then look after yourself your loved ones and of course your dogs bye for now